and welcome to the month of March, where it's the beginning of the first quarter of the new year. Although we just finished up our Heart Health Month, taking care of our physical, emotional, and spiritual health is a lifelong journey. And for each of us, this journey begins in our childhood because how we were raised has everything to do with who we become as healthy adults. One of the common denominators that impacts each of us in our childhood is trauma. Trauma is defined as a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. Experiencing a traumatic event can harm a person's sense of safety, sense of self, and their ability to regulate emotions as well as navigate relationships. On today's show, I had the opportunity to host number one best-selling author, certified global life, love trauma recovery, and mindset coach, Rihanna Milne. Rihanna has been noted as being in the top 100 successful women in the world. She is an expert in the field of trauma recovery. And in this episode, we discuss 10 traumas that are experienced during childhood that impact most adults later in life, relationships, and career. What you will discover will enlighten and challenge you to move towards becoming an emotionally healthy adult. When it comes to women's health, there's an overwhelming amount of information out there. And honestly, it can be quite confusing. Diets, fads, trends, which one is right? What if I told you the answers to optimal health can be found in one of the most ancient medical books ever written, the Bible. If you're ready to take the guesswork out of living a healthier life, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally Show. I'm Rakesia McMillan, honorably retired Air Force veteran, certified health coach, and award-winning author. After years of trying to recover my health the world's way, I was still sick, depressed, and had no energy. Finally, I surrendered to God and he showed me in the Bible how to recover my health and it rocked my world naturally. My calling is to help women who are struggling and burnout to have more energy and lose weight by using God's prescription for physical, mental, and spiritual health. If you're ready to experience extraordinary health, grab your favorite herbal tea or power smoothie and let's get ready to rock your world naturally. Research has shown that traumatic experiences are associated with both behavioral health and chronic physical health conditions, especially those traumatic events that occur during childhood. Substance abuse, mental health conditions, and other behaviors have been linked with childhood trauma. My guest, Rihanna Milne, discusses 10 traumas experienced in childhood that impact adult life. You'll hear this and more after hearing from our show sponsor, Get Fit 21. Year after year, being healthier is consistently the most popular New Year's resolution, whether that's eating healthier, exercising more, or losing weight. On average, 9 to 12% of people keep their resolutions. That's a very low percentage. 
friend, it's time to drop the resolution and join the lifestyle revolution with my Get Fit 21 program. Get Fit 21 is a 21-day medically endorsed educational and accountability program designed to help you achieve and maintain a lifelong healthy weight, blood sugar, cholesterol, blood pressure, and positive mindset. More than 35,000 people have experienced dramatic and positive results. Our culture promotes one diet fad after another, leaving so many women feeling confused about what to eat and how to become physically active. Get Fit 21 is different. It uses a proven approach that combines science-based education, daily coach interaction, and a supportive, fun, and results-driven community. This program empowers you to step into a healthy lifestyle. I'm encouraging you. Don't put your goal of getting healthier off another day. Show yourself some love by investing in your health. I believe that if you spend 21 days of your life with me, it will be one of the best decisions that you will ever make regarding your health. You can go to my website, rakesiamcmillan.com to sign up for the Get Fit 21 Prime Health Pack. My coaching program comes with healthy eating guides, workout programs for all levels, balanced nutrition and supplementation, tools and resources to track your daily progress, audio lessons, video lessons, and one-on-one -on -one coaching with yours truly. Research shows that it takes 21 days for a person to make a new habit. When you improve your habits, you'll improve your health. Go to my website, rakesiamcmillan.com to sign up for the Get Fit 21 Prime Health Program today. My guest today, Coach Rihanna Milne, was selected as one of the top coaches to follow in 2022 by Wealth Insider Magazine and is also featured in Forbes Magazine and Business Success Magazine. She's a certified global life love trauma recovery and mindset coach, advanced certified clinical trauma and addictions professional, a number one best-selling author, the host of her podcast called Lessons in Life and Love, an educational speaker and a licensed mental health counselor for over 23 years living in Palm Beach County, Florida. Rihanna just won the 2022 Global Ignite Visions Award International Award for Top Female Entrepreneur of the Year and Top Global Wellness Coach. She was selected in 2021 as one of the 100 most successful women around the world by the Global Trade Chamber and won the four-year All-Star Award for best life coach and psychotherapist in her town in Delray Beach, Florida. Rihanna's five-star rated books, the number one bestseller, Love Beyond Your Dreams, Break Free of Toxic Relationships to Have the Love You Deserve, and Live Beyond Your Dreams, From Fear and Doubt to Personal Power, Purpose, and Success, addresses life difficult transitions, personal transformation, the mindset for success, and having loving conscious relationships with yourself and others. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the show, Coach Rihanna Milne. Thank you so much for those of you that are listening in on today. I am so honored and so excited about our special guest today, Rihanna Milne. So Rihanna, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Oh, it's so good to have you. And before we get into the show, I usually open up with an icebreaker question. So can you let our listeners know, what are you doing in your world right now that is rocking your world naturally? Well, I have a very pretty stable routine. I like a daily routine of waking up to 30 minutes of light exercises that I just do at home. Then I meditate for 15 minutes. I get a protein shake. Uh, Weekends are fun time. I go to the beach at least once a day in Delray Beach. I love the beach. It's very therapeutic for me. And I take a great spiritually based book. Uh, Fridays are my writing or my creative day. And Monday through Thursday, I see my clients and then do podcasts and summit interviews. So it's a pretty balanced routine. I do take time to visit my daughters and my grandkids, of course, time on the weekends and at night to enjoy my sweetheart as well. Hmm. I hear a lot of self-care in there, Rihanna. Med, uh, well, massage too, hopefully twice a month is usually I do that as well. Hot <laughs> tubs, yeah, all of that. Self-care is important. Because as a coach, you're sitting in a chair a very long time. So mm-hmm. you have to break that up. Oh, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. And I am very much looking forward to our discussion today, which is 10 traumas that are experienced during childhood that impact most adults later in life in their relationships as well as their career. So can you just share a little bit, Rihanna, about your work as a life, love, relationship coach and how this actually came into being for you? Sure. Well, I became a psychotherapist, licensed mental health counselor, LMHC, in year 2000. So I'm still a counselor 23 years in. 2017, I decided I really wanted to go mostly full-time coaching and take my message to the world. In 2011, I had a love trauma, went to seven therapist friends of mine. They could not find the answers or help me heal. They had no idea what my husband had at the time and uh, decided to annul the marriage. I stood up as my own attorney won the annulment. And then I said, I got to do the research to find out what he had and how do I heal from this? Uh, It was sociopathy. And um, so really it stemmed down to his behaviors and norms stemmed all the way back to a very abusive childhood that he had to endure. And nobody was talking about childhood trauma when I was in for a triple master's in psychology and counseling. None of my friends knew of this. This is not talked about, you know, maybe a little bit of attachment styles, but not the term childhood trauma, not to the degree of how I go into it. And I was looking at my career over this time, 12 years, and I was in a school for grades, kindergarten through college, you know, every grade level, 
as a trauma counselor. I worked in rehab centers, one for adolescents, one from women with the prison system. I worked in a mental health unit with kids ages five through 19 at a South Jersey hospital. So all these clients who had extreme trauma ended up also coming from very traumatic childhoods. Hmm. So then I created the childhood trauma checklist, which was the top 10 traumas that my clients could then easily identify, which helped me then identify the solutions to use for them to help them heal, to move forward, to create the life they desired and have the love that they deserved. And they really needed to learn to identify the signs of toxic love and then emotionally healthy love. Hmm. I think that one of the most recent statistics that I saw, Rihanna, is that 60% of adults in the U.S. have experienced at least one adverse experience during their childhood. And I think that just like you shared that childhood trauma wasn't... Gust. Yeah. In 2021, the research is showing 100% of us have had childhood trauma. Wow. And the adverse events chart is very different from mine. Mm. Uh, they did not have bullying. And I saw the trauma bullying caused in my school students. They did not have abandonment. Mm. They did not have, you know, verbal messaging. They had drugs and alcohol and a few other things. But I looked at their list. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Where's this? Where's that? Where's if you were part of the foster care system? Because I worked with those kids. Like, how can yeah. they get those kids? So I saw a lot of misses from that adverse childhood checklist. And I've been using my own. And now I know my own is used around the world just because it's really hitting on more realities that people can look and say, yep, yeah, I had some of those. <laughs> Um, and it's not like about blame or shame of our parents right now or feeling embarrassed that we had them because as child, we're just a product of our environment. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, most people, when they hear the top 10 traumas, they, they're thinking big traumas, which are like, no, I wasn't in a car accident and lost a limb. Or no, I was not molested. And they look at that as big traumas, and they are. But there's these ongoing emotional traumas that uh, have the same type of impact on the brain and the body. And these are the ones that I'm specifically referring to. Mm-hmm. So tra- childhood trauma is more commonplace than I think we realize, Rihanna. Yeah, absolutely. And then since COVID, you know, all children have been impacted. So that's why they're saying since 2021, adults and children have been af- impacted by that pandemic globally. And so you shared that there's, you know, the top 10. Can you describe those 10 traumas that experienced during childhood? Yep, I'll go through the top 10. Um, Again, this is not about blame or shame. And our listeners should know this goes through at least uh, three generations. They also found that it can change the DNA expressions. Uh, They have through a study of the offspring of Holocaust survivors. So uh, very interesting. The research gets more and more, but these are the top 10 that I described in 2012. There are more than 10. So the first one is, you know, did you grow up with any drugs and alcohol uh, or other the addictions in your household? So it's drugs, alcohol, um, sex, meaning you knew your parent was a cheater, porn use, gambling, 
hoarding, spending, eating, gaming, TV watching, workaholism, social media addiction, um, or just being on the machines and not paying attention to your kids. So these are some of the addictions that I'm referring to. The second one is verbal messaging. Did you hear the words, I love you? Did you get compliments? Or instead, did you hear a lot of verbal put downs like you'll amount to nothing? Or you should change your outfit. You look fat in that. Things that are vocal slurs that make you feel not good enough. And also, how did you watch your parents work through an issue? If there was a lot of yelling, screaming, two things would happen. You tend to also be a yeller, screamer, or just the opposite. You would shut down and freeze and not be able to speak your feelings. Okay, number three is emotional abuse and neglect. Number four is any physical abuse, rape, or molestation. Number five is around abandonment. So there's two types, fault and no fault. And no fault abandonment is when a parent happened to die early, a parent goes off to war, leaves the family for a period of time, or the family, the parent has to travel quite a bit to support the family. So those are no fault abandonments. A fault abandonment would be if the parent was never in the child's life, if they were until the couple breaks up and then that parent moves on and barely sees the child or it's inconsistent visits, or even if they are physically in the home, but they're not emotionally attached and they don't spend much time with the kids. They don't support them in their school events or activities, that kind of thing. The next one, trauma number six, would be if you're part of the foster care system, adopted, or you had to go live in another person's home because your mom and dad couldn't keep you in their house. Trauma number seven is one that most people identify with. That would be personal trauma. That is if you felt different in some way, you could have been born with a medical condition or you go to school and you might have been a short, chubby child. So they teased you for that or tall, skinny and gawky and they teased you for that or coming out LGBTQ and they didn't accept you for that in the family or the peer group. You might have been the only African-American child in an all Caucasian school. So anything that made you feel different or not accepted, this is all under personal trauma. Trauma number eight is around the siblings. Your sibling could have bullied you. They could have been born with a medical condition, so that commanded more of mom's and dad's time. Or most often, you perceive them to be the golden child, the favored one. So they were either more handsome or beautiful, or maybe the star athlete, or got better grades and you're always compared to them. <clears throat> trauma nine has two divisions now. <laughs> trauma 11 used to be... Um, very unbusy. And now it's one of the busiest ones that we all are enduring, which is called community trauma. So I put that with trauma mm -hmm. nine. <clears throat> so this is our floods, fires, hurricanes, mother nature events, our mass shootings, our school shootings, um, anything that impacts the community at large. Of course, the COVID pandemic falls under that. And then attached to the family. So anyway, the family's impacted by that. Parents lose jobs. Kids have to stay home from school. Um, also, this is if, you know, the family has to move a lot, like our military or families in the USA. Mm -hmm. We have to travel every two to four years. They have to move. That makes the child the new kid in school. Mm -hmm. Or if the family lived in poverty or struggled, or there was a lot of lack messages when you were growing up. If a parent was incarcerated, there's a lot more, but those are just a few. And then number 10 is if there was mental health issues in mom and dad. 
um, part of the baby boomers. We didn't really see our parents go to counseling, but the two most difficult for kids to navigate is bipolar, which means manic depressive. Depression can show up as anger or emotionally checking out. Manic phase could be that high and happy phase, but it's usually tied to an addiction, like a spending spree or a gambling binge. Um, and uh, borderline personality disorder, I think, is the most difficult. This is where real erratic moods show up. So when they're good, they're great. When they're bad, they're horrid. And the child never knows which one they're going to get. And those are the top 10 that I describe. Wow, that is so powerful. Because even as you were going down the list, Rihanna, like I could identify some of those things in my own, you know, personal life. Yeah. And I think that sometimes, you know, when we go through those things as children, of course, we don't chalk those up to being traumatic experiences. But later on in our adult life, they can really impact us significantly. So when these traumas are not resolved, how can they impact, you know, these areas of, of love, life, business? How does this show up? How does it play out? Okay, there's a lot of combination, especially in love relationships, but let me name some of the top common ones. Jealousy and control from your partner come from trauma seven and two, which is personal trauma, not feeling good enough, and two, verbal messaging. Those hit really hard. And, you know, someone is jealous or controlling because they don't have enough self-love. They don't feel good enough. Uh, People-pleasing is primarily found in women um, who want to receive love. They had a very difficult parent at home. They said, well, if I'll be the good little girl and get all good grades and then they won't yell and scream with at me maybe my parents will stay together if i'm not a problem so people pleasing became their norm these are the women normally i see in later years saying i lost who i am i have no idea who i am i do everything for my husband and my kids to show them love they do nothing for me so um that's that um if there was abandonment in your life there is a lot of codependency and love addiction there um, if there's blame and the inability to apologize, they have this need to be right and to feel acknowledged. Uh, that's often as a child, your opinion didn't matter. This is also could be signs of sociopathy. Sociopath is someone who uses another for pleasure, profit, or lifestyle advancement. So people who have nine to 10 traumas on this more severe scale, I do a severity scale of one to 10. So we're showing eight, nines, and tens. Um, they can tend to be sociopathic. Lying, charming, manipulating is part of that as well. Um, they do have a fear of being wrong, and uh, they usually were afraid of severe punishment when they were young. Some other things are unrealistic expectations of your partners and your relationship. You're expecting perfectionism. Uh, perfectionism can be found in a lot of men where women were more the people-pleasing uh, false negative assumptions where you might assume your partner's cheating. There's low trust. I could have been someone that had a father that cheated. Um, there's just low trust in the family. And it's like, okay, he's late. I wonder if he's talking to some other girl or they go okay. snooping on Facebook and other places to find out what their partner's doing. Um, this is what we call false negative assumption. You're assuming something to be true due to your own fear-based negative thinking. 
Also, sexual control of the partner and cheating is from childhood trauma and from not feeling good enough. So those are just a few there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even just as you're sharing those things and I, as our audience is listening to the different things that you are, are sharing, Rihanna, and they may be thinking about their own you know, childhood experience and how this is impacting their current relationship in in various ways. And so something that um, you mentioned concerning relationships is that these things will show up. There will be things that can be emotional triggers that can um, impact the relationship. And so Things may start out well, but later on they become toxic. And so how is it that when an individual, they may become involved in a relationship, things are fine. And then all of a sudden things change once the relationship becomes serious. Like why does that happen? Okay. So what is happening there is very often, um, they're not seeing the subtle signs of some toxic behaviors or they're letting it go. People that get intimate too early uh, have the phenylalanine connection in the brains now. They're too attached and they want the boyfriend so bad they don't, they overlook, they start overlooking things that they should be looking at. Uh, This is what we call conscious dating. Um, My clients go out, they know 24 questions to ask on date one or two. You know, whether to move forward or not move forward um, based on some of these answers. And it's not an interview. It's just a conversation. But, um, yeah, they know how to recognize the 10 traumas. So just asking, tell me about your mom and dad. So, you know, if they hear something that's still negative in someone's life, then they think twice if they want to be with that person. Um, so yeah, it's important. Yeah. It doesn't matter that we were all experienced, but did anybody do, did they do something to help heal this? It's really important. You heal your past childhood trauma so you can go on to have emotionally healthy, evolved and conscious love. Um, and it's not only this stuff from relationship, the impact of childhood trauma comes out in seven life areas, even your physical health, like eating disorders and poor immune um, system functioning, cardiovascular disease, shorter lifespan, eating disorders, um, Mm. and then the emotional difficulty, trouble recognizing these emotions. And my research showed going into uh, months four through nine or when something got serious, they moved in together, they got engaged, got married or had a child. This is when the most toxic stuff will emerge. Now, those that really like the love bombing, if you're seeing that early on in a relationship, that's a red flag right there. That's almost like a um, desperate need to show you how much they love you Mm. in the first 90 days. So we call it the 90-day rule to really just move slow, Mm -hmm. slow things down, establish a friendship, get to know them, to know, like, and trust them. You know, who are they really? Have some really profound conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you don't, you know, you're going to miss the social cues and interactions. Um, and you're going to have problematic relationships. And the uh, one of the other life uh, areas of the impact of childhood trauma is under mental health. This is where people with anxiety and depression, they're taking medication to help heal this. 
and it's unhealed childhood trauma. So it's a Band-Aid, the medication. They have to get rid of the, the root cause. Mm-hmm. There's negative self-image, low self-esteem, um, you know, some poor regulation, like impulse. It can be impulse in some people, but it's, you know, different for everyone, depending on what they went through. Mm-hmm. Now, and then in my students, I saw a lot of memory and focus issues. They couldn't, they tried to pay attention, but they're thinking about the fight that they heard all night, you know, at their house. They, they can't learn. Right. And it's harder for them to retain the facts that they're learning when cortisol is up, which is the fight, flight, or freeze response when someone's under trauma. So, so many kids are put on ADHD medicines when really they're just coming from traumatic Mm-hmm. Oh, and I love the fact that you just mentioned that, Rihanna, because what people may be diagnosing as a mental health issue really is, as you shared, it's, you know, the environment, it's it's the traumatic experiences that, that the children um, are going through. Right. And so it definitely requires investigative work in a sense, um, as you were sharing a little bit earlier about people that are getting involved in relationships. I don't think that enough investigation is done, whether that's, you know, what are your parents like? What your mother, your father, what are some of the things that you've experienced? Do you think that's because individuals, we can get so caught up into the person or the relationship that we just don't even think about those things? Well, the way we were educated to find a partner, especially in the U.S., not all cultures, but it was if if they're hot to you, they're a partner, which is what we call chemistry. We learned that in romantic movies and romance novels. Like if your heart flutters, then they're the one. Well, unfortunately, falling in love by chemistry is one of the worst things you can do. Because what is happening, the phenylalanine in the brain is swirling around faster, but this means the brain recognizes a normal pattern and homeostasis of the brain likes what's normal, whether it's good for you or bad for you. Mm-hmm. So that's why people tell me all the time, I married someone just like my dad. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, my dad was an alcoholic, but he is a pothead, you know, he has that addiction, you know, so it's it's very common that this is how we have been falling in love. And it's, this is why our divorce rate is so high mm-hmm. that we're not doing the conscious work and really finding out who that person is in front of us. Mm-hmm. And so for someone, Rihanna, that has like unconscious trauma, like they don't even know that they've got trauma. Um, right in their life? Like if they don't take action, what can happen? Or is there a way for them to become awakened um, in that sense? Yeah. Very often when people hear my checklist, that's why I like to go onto it in my interviews because people mostly don't think they have trauma until they hear the top 10 list. It's like, oh, wow, I have four of those, you know? (laughs) Yeah. That did hurt to be bullied. I hated that. And it was always compared to my brother, the super jock, you know, so they can recognize. And then, you know, when they, they meet with me, it's my job as a certified clinical trauma professional advanced that I put these combinations and patterns together based on, you know, what their love history has been and, and what their 
falling for. And there's a lot of what we call RRS, relationship repetition syndrome, where, you know, they'll break up or they'll have a divorce with the first person, read a whole bunch of self-help books and say, I got it now. I'm going to go out. I'm not going to have the same person. And lo and behold, I find <laughs> someone almost exactly the same. Usually by the third round, that's when I usually get the phone call, like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I'm not laughing. I get it because that's where I was. I had mm -hmm. two love traumas. I'm like, what is it that I am doing wrong? I don't understand because mm -hmm. we were not taught how to have emotionally healthy relationships. So, mm -hmm. you know, not, again, when none of my therapist friends could help me and I started doing the research, I would, that's when I said, oh, my gosh, I have to take this message to the world. People need to know this. Mm -hmm. So then they know how to fall in love and have emotionally healthy relationships instead of these toxic ones built on chemistry. Which is not a strong foundation. No, and I just think that this is a, a, a much needed conversation because, like you said, Rihanna, like our divorce rate in the US, it's at an alarming number. But I think it's like you said, like we are not taught how to um, go into a relationship with a healthy view and even investigating like what that actually looks like mm -hmm. or even considering trauma before even really moving forward. Well, that's what I do with my clients on my website, which is rihannamilne.com. I have a free test called, uh, are you really ready for dating or a relationship? There's 10 questions that people read over and they self-score themselves. So anything a seven and lower, we have to work on that before going out dating for sure. Um, when I work with someone, 50% of my program is childhood and love trauma healing first, mm -hmm. then getting the education. What is the emotionally healthy relationship? What does that look like? What questions should you be asking? What do you need to avoid? What are the red flags that you're looking for? So now it's like this big aha which is what we called empowered dating. Like they really know what to do and they know within one to two dates if this person in front of them is worthwhile to move forward with or not and why. Mm -hmm. That's the most important part, why. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to see them move on to have like really emotionally healthy relationships and engagements and marriages. And a lot of my peoples are now on to their babies. <laughs> You know, they're having the children that they wanted when they came to me. So it's really great to see um, the major transformation that people go through once their traumas are healed. Mm -hmm. You know, and I remember years ago, Rihanna, like when I was going through grad school, and I will never forget this, it's always stuck with me. One of my professors said that more professionals need to focus on childhood therapy work because if we could heal children when they're younger what we have to really help adults work through always goes back to their childhood yeah true. <laughs> and I never understood that but but I think as I've grown older and um you know even in in the work that I do I see it more and more and it's such a great need. And so the, the, the services that you offer um, are life changing. And so for yeah, those, 
for those who are listening and they're thinking, you know, there there may be some childhood trauma that I need to work through because it's impacting my relationships, business, community, everything that I'm connected to. Like, where can they find you, Rihanna? Uh, my website's the best place to start. It's my name, RihannaMilne.com. And there you can get free book chapter downloads of my number one bestseller, Love Beyond Your Dreams, Break Free of Toxic Relationships to Have the Love You Deserve. And the sister book is called Live Beyond Your Dreams, From Fear and Doubt to Personal Power, Purpose, and Success. And then my podcast is called Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. It's located everywhere. And my YouTube channel as well. I have like 250 videos on there. And then the four free love tests, you know, the childhood trauma chest. Uh, test is one of them. And are you ready for relationship is there? And there's one for couples, which is called the red flag checklist. They're all free. So I have tons of great resources. Uh, I also have a free ebook right on the top of my landing page. It's called how to have the love you deserve. So get all those freebie gifts (laughs) and enjoy them. And if you need help, reach out and meet with me privately. We have a special promotional rate for that life and love transformation session going on right now. Wonderful. Excellent, excellent uh, resources, especially with the free gifts. Um, For those of you that are listening, please uh, visit Rihanna's website, take advantage of those things. Um, Are there any parting words that you would like to share with our listeners, Rihanna? Yeah, I mean, really, it's I want them to know you can create the life you desire and have the love you deserve when you decide to live in a different way. You know, it's very deep psychological work. You just don't turn to anyone for trauma work. You want to look for the CCTP credentials. It's a lot more hours on top of my licensed mental health therapy um, credentials. Um, but I want you to really have that hope that your your life can drastically change. And, you know, I have a lot of young people, like I said, that want a marriage, family, children, don't give up that dream. Just get the help that you need to be able to track that partner into your life that wants those same things that you do as well, or that retirement partner that you want. Like my oldest person came to me at 76 years old. And he's now happily with his same woman for five years. So mm. you're never too old for love. Just don't right. give up on yourself or on your dreams. Uh, Rihanna, it has been my absolute pleasure hosting you. you on this show today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much. And you enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Rihanna's personal experience now serves as the platform to carry out her life's work of helping individuals to heal emotionally so that they can live thriving, successful lives. If you've experienced emotional trauma, it's time for you to heal. I am a firm believer that in addition to receiving spiritual counsel biblically, it's essential to receive therapy or coaching work that address matters of the soul where childhood trauma takes place. Before listening to today's show, you may not have even been aware that you experienced traumatic events 
that are negatively impacting your relationships, career, and other areas of your adult life. I encourage you to reach out to Rihanna, and when you mention this interview, you'll receive a personal discovery session at a discounted rate, which will be provided in the show notes. Know that your past does not have to define you or your future. As children, none of us gets to choose or decide how we were raised. You cannot control what happened in the past, but right now, in this moment, you can get the help that you need to shape your present and influence your future for the better. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I pray that it blessed and challenged you to move towards living the abundant life that God has for you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone who's been praying to improve their health spiritually, physically, or emotionally? I would love it if you could take 30 seconds to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know that you're liking the show. Also, it rocks my world to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to my free community, rakesiamcmillancommunity.com, to grab your free gifts. I have everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Also head over to rakesiamcmillan.com to explore my health products and sign up for free complimentary health coaching. My prayer for you will always be 3rd John 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.